Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of It's Not All Rainbows. I'm your host, Lindsay Goodman. I'm a certified trauma recovery coach, and I'm also a survivor of abuse in a queer relationship. I'm here to help you figure out what's really going on in your relationship to help get you out and on the road to recovery. Today, I'm going to talk to you about um, whether or not we were a fool or stupid or, you know, asking for it because we didn't see the abuse for what it was in the beginning. I have a lot of people who are like, am I dumb? How did I not see this? How could I be such a fool? And so we're going to talk about that today. Um, before we dive in, we're going to do my struggles and successes for this week. I hope that y'all are still enjoying this. I've had some people say that it's like pretty relatable. And I had one friend who actually listens and they're like, I like that when I'm listening to this, I'm actually like, I already knew this because we talk all the time in our WhatsApp group. And I'm like, okay, cool. I hope that you enjoy um, like hearing kind of what's going on in my life outside of me just being like, this is abuse that happened to me and this is what it can look like. That way, hopefully it feels more relatable to you, like to me as a person. A struggle this week is that it's just been the most chaotic week. We are like week two living in our new place. My son and I, I still don't have it like all organized. We have a lot less stuff, um, but I'm kind of trying to like get things out of my son's dad's house. So I'll bring a bunch of stuff in, put it in my room and like stage it, bag it up to donate. And right now there's just like piles over here in my corner, like getting ready to go. And I need to get a bed soon and have this all set up. Like probably in a couple weeks right now, I'm using a bed in the other room because I am going to have a roommate in a couple months. She's actually staying elsewhere. But for now, it's just kind of like chaos. My son got sick yesterday. I had to cancel work to make up for at least part of that today by picking up like several little hour-long interpreting jobs throughout the day. I had five. We were running errands. Kiddo's still not feeling great. I'm super run down. If you can't tell by how I look in this video, although like, let's be honest, I look like this a lot. I'm a mom. I'm tired. This is how I look, people. Um, <laughs> let's be real. But yeah, it's just been such a struggle. And I feel like I'm in one of those phases where I've really tried to make a slower life, like a more intentional life. My son is almost six. I talk a lot on my new TikTok that nobody follows me on because it's just me. I'm not trying to be famous on it or anything like that. It's just me sharing the things that I really enjoy. It's called the Lindsay Goodman. Um, it's my, yeah, it's my new TikTok. Um, as opposed to Lindsay Goodman coaching, which is all about abuse stuff. But I just like share something slow about our life or like when we travel, we do slow travel. We're not like out here trying to hit all the museums and trying to do all this stuff. We're just like moseying around trying to like soak up life. And I'm really trying to live that way more, live more simply, get rid of stuff. You hear me talking about this on my struggles and whatnot, but it feel like there's just these periods where life is just like 
mm, no, like you need to work a lot right now because you need to catch up on this. Or if you want to travel a, a big trip next summer, finances aren't having it right now. You need to like pick up the pace or whatever. And then like your kid will get sick and life just like goes so fast. Like I said, we've been in this new place for two weeks already. And I'm like, I literally just got the key. This is crazy. So that's kind of, I mean, it's like a random, like mumble jumbled struggle, um, for this week, but I feel like that's probably pretty, pretty relatable. Cause I feel like that's just life sometimes. Um, a success is that I, besides all of this random stuff have been really happy. Um, life feels better. I think I made the right choice in moving to where I am now. I was hesitant because I was like, oh no, can I bring my child and my dog and have a roommate? Which again, it's going to work out because she's gone for a while. When she gets back, I'll probably be hopefully traveling if I can get it all worked out. And then I'll come back. And so we have like a really long stretch of time where we each get the place to ourselves. And then yeah, I'll have a roommate and it's totally fine. Um, she's a really good friend of mine, long-term friend. So, but like, I just, I was holding myself back a lot on making the move. And it's just been really good for my relationship with my co-parent to not have to share the same space and my son loves it and we live much closer to like the learning school learning natural learning program that he goes to and just we're so much closer to everything and almost every day we're both like i love living here i'm so happy we live here i love this and i'm like okay we did the right thing um but we've got a ways to go before like our space is really settled so anyway almost five minutes into this one so let's dive in were you a fool for not seeing it for what it was. And oh my goodness, how long did it take you to finally see it for what it was? Was it a year? Was it two? Was it five? That's a long time. Why didn't you see it sooner? And of course we get those kinds of comments from people. I get comments from people online saying that it's my fault, that I should have left after the first time. Um, you know, you'll have friends or family members like, well, you chose to date that person. You get all the victim shaming comments, um, making it seem like you are an idiot that you weren't smart enough to discern, you know, whether or not this person was safe for you or for your kids to be around or for your pets or whatever. Um, you lost your friends, you lost family members, you lost all your connections. Maybe you lost your job, you lost your finances. Like, shouldn't you have seen that this was how this person was going to be before you went all in? Um, and I even like one thing that really bothers me that I see a lot of people, like there's a trend right now. They're like, my job was to choose the child, the parent for my other child. And I just did such a good job. And for me, that's really hard to see. And I'm like, can y'all just use different language? Because to be honest with you, I would say most, if not all of us, like we did not choose the person that abused us. We chose someone completely different, right? And if you know, you know, you've been there and you know that the person that you left is not the person that you met. And it's not, oh, well, people change or well, you know, after all this stuff you guys went through, like this person was just acting like a different way or whatever. No, it is a calculated thing. It is done on purpose. They portray themselves to be one way and the way that they are when you leave, the way that they are after the initial love bombing phase, which is also a part of the abuse, is who they really are, right? And so when it comes to like, are we fools for not seeing it? Because yes, there are people like myself now. And, you know, there are people who do understand what's a red flag and a green flag. It's something that has to be learned. It's something that most of us weren't taught. Um, and even if we see red flags in the beginning, a lot of times they have a good reason for them, or they'll convince us that it's something else. Or of course the love bombing is designed to kind of like 
make everything happen so quickly that the red flags are just like flying by and you don't catch them. There's a lot that goes into that. But yes, of course, there are people who are going to run the other way when they see those kinds of behaviors. Um, but I would say those people are, they're very lucky and uh, fewer than the ones who are going to experience what we end up experiencing. Unfortunately, hopefully we can turn the tide on that one and it'll be a lot less people who unfortunately have to experience abuse and more people are like, oh, I've heard Lindsay talking about this or I heard that person talking about this. I've seen it before. My friend went through this. This is a red flag. I'm not even going to see if there's another red flag in this kind of like situation. But yes, when we first meet abusive people, they are not overtly abusive because again, love bombing is abuse. It is a red flag. It just doesn't seem like one. It feels good. It feels nice. You have these people who come along and all of a sudden they seem like they see you for who you are. They like you for who you are. They're listening to everything you're saying attentively. They don't care about anything else around them. They are fully committed and interested in like putting you on this pedestal, which again, should be a red flag. But at the time, um, if you're not aware of what's happening, it feels good. Maybe you've spent your whole life like wishing for the things that the abuser is giving you. And most likely they're giving you those things because they've been watching you. They paid attention. They've asked you all the questions to figure out exactly what it is that you want or need or didn't like in your past relationships or the hurt you had. So they're going to do the opposite until they stop love bombing you. Now they're going to do the hurt that you had before to make it even worse and to really drive it in. Um, but you're seeing an actor, an actress, you're seeing a person with a mask on, you're seeing someone who is performing that they are a good match, that they're a good person, that they're caring, that they're genuine, all of that stuff. So you're not a fool. You have been fooled by this person. They have tricked you, but you're not dumb. You're taking this person for what they're portraying themselves to be because why, like, we just don't feel like we should have to be sitting here assuming everyone's a horrible, evil person. Or I don't like to say that. I don't like to use those kinds of words, but like just a person who's going to abuse you. We just don't want to sit here and be like, well, everyone's abusive until proven otherwise. Although I would say after abuse, a lot of people do feel that way. I'm sorry. You're not worth talking to until proven otherwise versus before that when we're like, everyone's fine until you're not right. So it makes sense that most of us, even if we've been through really hard stuff, even if we have childhood trauma, even if we've had past relationships or friendships or connections that have been incredibly harmful to us, most of us aren't just out here like trying to like dodge, like, oh gosh, I don't know if you're safe or not. I am so on guard until we get to that point in an abusive relationship or with a connection where we're like, that is it. I'm done. And now I am going to be on guard, which is really unfortunate. Like nobody should have to live that way. Um, but that is what tends to happen after abuse. But yeah, we start off and, you know, we don't see it for what it is. Like I said, you don't know. I, I will use like different analogies with stuff like that. Like if I asked you right now to get in a spaceship and go to the International Space Station and do whatever astronauts do out there tomorrow, could you go do that? Mm -mm, neither could I, because we're not trained to do that. We haven't been taught how to handle that kind of situation what to do, what not to do, um, preparing our bodies for it, all of that stuff. 
So why would we be able to see and understand that kind of abuse for what it is? And a lot of people, again, think when we think abuse, that someone just like walking up to you and like physically assaulting you, which obviously can be very much a part of an abusive quote unquote relationship. But we are not taught to understand covert abuse and that love bombing is abuse. You know, all kinds of things that the abusive people will do that our society has normalized. Um, we see it in movies. We see a lot of toxic behaviors where people are manipulating, people are gaslighting, people are love bombing, people are breadcrumbing, people are stonewalling, all the words that we use, all the things that I talk about in the podcast. If you don't know what they are, Google them. And then if you still don't know, reach out to me and I'll try to help you out or send you something. Um, it's all normalized. It's in books. It's like sought after, you know, it's like, that's more desirable and interesting than someone who's like chill, which I've talked about before. I think I have a whole podcast episode about that, but it's like, why would we expect ourselves to understand so in depth what I have? I'm going to grab a book. Give me one second. I'm going to grab this book right here. probably should have had, but I don't, I don't always plan what I'm going to talk about on these things. So I have this book here, Coercive Control in Children's and Mother's Lives. It's a lot. It sucks to read. It's really important. This is one of my favorite books. It's by Dr. Emma Katz. I have this book now, but I didn't have it before. So why would I know what's in this book and the ins and outs of this very subtle, horrible stuff that happens can happen why would I be able to spot that if I didn't research it or have someone, you know, teaching me what this looks like or, you know, going through a support group or something like that to learn how to do it? I'll give you another example. I'm really into mushrooms right now. My son and I, one of the things that we both have been really interested in learning about is mushrooms. It's mushroom season. We've been looking at mushroom pictures. We've been going on mushroom hikes. We take pictures of them. We draw them. We color them. We look up information about them. I'm sorry. If you've never studied mushrooms, and even if you have, and I give you two mushrooms, how are you going to know which one's toxic and which one's not? Because a lot of them have a little twin. You take a chanterelle and you take a jack-o'-lantern and they look almost the same. And you have to know that this one's white on the inside and this one's orange on the inside. And the orange on the inside one is toxic. The white on the inside one is a chanterelle and they're delicious. And you can get some money if you try to sell that thing. But why would you know that? Why would you know that if you weren't learning about mushrooms and trying to figure out which what's safe and what's not. I like that one better than the, the idea of going to the space station because that one actually has toxic and safe, right? You can't tell the difference until you can. So I hope that that's helpful. I hope that makes sense to you. Um, a lot of people would say like, well, that's just like, you're not taking any responsibility. You should have known like blah, 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 but like whatever, dude. We, again, we can't, tell the difference because a lot of abuse is so subtle. In fact, as soon as I finish this episode, I'm going to talk about a post I did on Facebook where I asked people, what's the first thing you did when you were free? And I was not expecting the answers that I got, although I maybe could have because same, the things that they enjoyed after being free were so small. 
minuscule that anyone from the outside, like if you told someone who has never been abused that this was the thing that you cherish so much after being abused, they'd be like, that's it. That's what they wouldn't let you do this. It's so tiny. And I'm not going to say it because I want to do a whole episode about it. I'm going to read off some of the things that they shared, obviously not saying names, but it's really scary. And again, it's not your fault that you didn't know. I feel like at this point, this kind of book, only like age appropriate levels should be starting to be shared with people from a fairly young age. These kind of behaviors, these kind of treatments are not okay. These are not healthy. Nobody should be treating you this way. You should not feel this, this, and this. These are safe people. These are safe behaviors. This is how your nervous system should feel. This is how you know you're safe with that person. And as you get older, you get into the really thick of it um, so that you go out into the world and you know how to navigate it. And also you can help other people navigate it too. You can teach your kids, you can teach your siblings, you can teach your friends, you can share resources. But instead we live in a world where these things are hard to come by. People still don't want to hear it. People don't want to talk about it. People don't want to learn about it because it's easier to just keep your head down and pretend like it's not happening when in reality it's happening all the time to people all around us every day. And I'm not trying to scare you that everyone's abusive, everyone's bad. Absolutely not. But it's out there and it's happening. And unfortunately, as a society, as a world, as a whole, we don't understand it. We don't want to understand it. I do. And I think you do too. That's why you're here. People still don't want us to talk about it and so on and so forth. So I hope that's helpful. I hope that's validating because again, I know a lot of people struggle with that question. How did I not see it? How did I not know? How could I be so dumb? And the reason why is because, again, you're walking in the woods, you see two mushrooms, and if you're like a mycologist and you're listening to this, you're like, well, I mean, I could tell you which one's the chanterelle, like just by looking at it. But if not, you pick up two mushrooms, you don't know which is which because both of them look amazing. Both of them look good. Both of them look delicious. You're like, I'm going to get home. I'm going to saute these up. One of them's going to kill you. One of them's not. I don't know if a jack-o'-lantern can actually kill you, but let's just say it can. One of them's going to ruin your life, make you sick. And one of them, is going to enhance your life and be good. How are you going to know the difference until you know? Okay. I hope that's helpful. That's all I have for now. I hope it wasn't just like confusing and me babbling about mushrooms for 17 minutes. But anyway, um, I want to let you know I'm here for you. If you're interested in coaching, I have one-on-one coaching 30 and 60 minutes. I also offer group coaching once a month. Um, spots are limited for that. So if that's something you want to do, make sure you book your spot fast. You can find all of that at calendly.com slash Lindsay Goodman. You can also find me on all social media, pretty much Lindsay Goodman coaching. Um, if you want to be stuff, if you want to just like see me hanging out with my kid, that is the Lindsay Goodman. Um, other than that, that's all I have. Please go do something nice for yourself tonight. This is a yucky topic and go drink some water. I'll be back next week with more.